Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. So today we're going to talk about fan fiction, uh, why we write it, why we read it, or why I read it, (laughs) Um, and its sort of wider impact in the world. Yeah, I feel like it's become, with the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing, it's become a lot more mainstream. And if you don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey is based on Twilight. Uh, (laughs) I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey or or seen the movies. I refused to. Um, But yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. Woohoo! Yeah. And we both have written it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we both have written it. I have never really read it, um, but I don't know. I just kind of, I never really read it because of the fact that I was just a lot of, there's a lot of weird stuff out there. Oh, totally. It's a lot to dive into. It is a lot to dive into. And I feel like the Harry Potter fan fiction community is so big, and I was always intimidated because yeah. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, or I've never really been. Yeah, it can be hard to find good stuff unless you're in a really big fandom with like lots of different things. Like yeah. Harry Potter. And I mean, who who writes Marvel? I'm sure so many people write Marvel fan fiction, but I guarantee you it's not good. Those are called comic <laughs> books. Like, those are good. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure there's some good Marvel fan fiction out there. <laughs> I'm sure there's Careful, some. Careful, Brenna. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure Captain America and, and Bucky have quite a few Yeah, there's a lot of shipping them. in that universe. Right? There is a lot of shipping. You're right. So, You're right. There's probably tons. Yes. Obviously, we're not experts in that. No. Uh, section i know okay so let's i guess talk about our journeys with writing it first yeah. and, and go into what we've written and why i don't know if there really is an answer to why but <laughs> well for me there is i mean yeah i kind of have one so i have three um well really two reasons and they kind of overlap um first i started writing just in general to process emotional moments and explore them with characters that i saw myself in for example when I uh, was crushing on a very close guy friend, who Brenna knows, <laughs> um, since childhood, I have I had a crush of... on him too. No, it's oh. the other one. Darn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I identified with the Ron and Hermione journey, and so obviously I wrote Ron and Hermione fan fiction. So it was a nice way to kind of process with similar characters. So I don't think I was creative enough or had the time to make my own characters but I already saw myself in them so I'd write these like little poetry pieces almost Um. (laughs) they're very emotional and then the second reason was to get like feedback and attention because I think anybody who's a little bit artistic is very like narcissistic too (laughs) and you wanna yeah I mean it's the how you get better is putting stuff out there and getting feedback so that was a huge motivator um and it can also help you learn about like what to write that's popular and all that shit. Not that that's I'm true. an expert in that yet, but yeah. who knows, maybe one day. <laughs> um, and then kind of the emotional processing and the attention slash feedback kind of overlap because you get people, especially I would always do like the author note before where I talk about what the story was based on in my real life. Dang, um, that's so cool. So people would comment like, oh, I'm so sorry that <laughs> your crush isn't into you and like all this shit. No, that's super so. like helpful for yeah. people to, when you're that young and when you're like, I mean, not even now, that would be very helpful. Yeah. And I was so lonely in middle school oh, and yeah, embarrassed about talking about my feelings. So it was nice to talk to strangers on the internet about it. Yeah. So. I never post. So I, I mean, I've only, I, I don't know, my journey, I feel like I wrote, um, I kind of consider what I would write 
in like elementary school, middle school fan fiction, even though it was about our lives. Like I, <laughs> I kind of, it was like fan fiction of what I wanted to happen in my life. Yeah. Um, and so I would do that with like people that, uh, were in our grade or whatever. And I would write like what I wanted to happen with certain boys, etc. cetera. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't know. I think why I wrote it was just to, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't, obviously God, I would never share that stuff with anyone because that has names and whatever. I would never share that. But like that, the act of writing it just, I don't know. I want to, I guess it's really just all comes down to like escapism. Um, yeah, for sure. But, um, and then like once I started writing like celebrity-ish more fan fiction, it still was escapism because I was the main character. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I was the main character and I still had people from our real life in it. Cause I didn't know like how to build characters or anything. So yeah. I just did it based off of, and I still, I feel like even the stuff I write now, I still do. Everyone does that, but like, yeah. at least I don't have their real names in it now. But <laughs> well, back then I did. <laughs> And I'm sure the characters were different than in the actual, yeah, like, I mean, the original sources. So it was your own, and it's yeah. in some way. Yeah, so. definitely. But my uh, my actual, I mean, I've only really written one fan fiction, but it's about mm-hmm. 500 pages. No, it's way more than that. It's like, it's, impressive. it's a four-inch binder of, like, stories. And <laughs> it's ba- it all started from Twilight, which everything in my life started from. Like, I wasn't alive until Twilight came out. Um <laughs> But it was all about Taylor Lautner, and, like, I watched the Teen Choice Awards in seventh grade. I was at a sleepover, and that night I had, like, my very first sex dream ever, even though I was just, like, I, I hadn't even kissed a boy yet. Um, and, ugh, anyway. Uh- <laughs> oh, my God, I used to put in my stories, like, I used to... Oh, thank you. She just pointed out my necklace and said it's cute. Um, yes. I used to put in my, like author notes again at the beginning like when I because I worked on this one thing that was multi-chapters and it was sort of ramping up to a kiss but I hadn't kissed anybody yet and I was like guys I don't know if I should include a kiss because I haven't kissed anyone people were like just go for it it's it's a it it's pretty easy to understand or something like, okay know. sure but no yeah I have my very first sex dream about Taylor Lautner um <laughs> and I um after that I like basically started writing this fan fiction where I was at the Teen Choice Awards and like he pulled me on stage and we kissed. And then after we like got married and this whole thing and there was all this drama. And like one of the chapters, like the first few chapters were like, oh, I remember I had a boyfriend back home and I forgot about this until now. Like (laughs) it's just all this stuff. And there's like, it was all handwritten. I would like sit down at night and watch TV and just write like on a clipboard on loose leaf paper, just like write and write and write because I thought it was so fun. Hmm. And like I was just escaped into that world and I was so like obsessed with it and I would listen to music that reminded me of it and like stuff like that. And I still do that now with the stuff I write, but it was, ugh, it was like I looked back at it the other day to write a blog post and mm-hmm. holy crap, it is so like there's a tsunami, their house gets destroyed. Wow. She cheats on him like 15 times. Cause oh I, well, because I like went with whoever celebrity I liked then. Yeah. Like if I wasn't a huge fan of Taylor Otten, I'd be like, oh, she's going to kiss this boy. Like one of the main characters was a guy from Degrassi. Cause I really <laughs> loved Degrassi at that time. And like, he got shot and died in this thing. Like, because mm-hmm. there was some gang stuff in Degrassi. I was like, Ooh, a gang. I know all about that. Let me put that in the story. <laughs> and it was just so dumb. Um, but it was like, again, it was like such a huge part of my life. I wrote it for like five, six years. Wow. And, but then, um, once I kind of switched fandoms from Twilight to The Hunger Games, um, one that's a lot less embarrassing to be a fan of at this point. Um, and I basically changed the entire story to Josh Hutcherson. So I literally like 
she, I change it that like she had Josh Hutterson was like her best friend from when they were little and she didn't know and she like then they ran into each other in Hollywood where she lived with Taylor then they like got divorced and then she married Josh Hutterson and she meaning me because like it was called Brennan Taylor like that was literally what it was called wow. so yeah it's a it's pretty it's pretty depressing but also it was like why I started writing and how I started writing so I can't like I can't hide it because that's yeah. how I started writing have you seen the um Tumblr fan fiction where they put for the girl's name like Y slash N for your name. Yeah, yeah. And then you read it. Yeah. Those are usually pretty sexual too. Oh, they all are. So it's interesting. But no, it's like I, you're a founder. It's just like it's something. it's so funny because if I hadn't have written all that, I would have not like I wrote a, a, one of my novels. I hope to be getting published after this one that mm-hmm. I want to get published that I'm writing is literally about Josh Hutcherson. Like it started with another. It was basically another fan fiction about Josh Hutcherson, and I. Like completely redid it when I was in college, and I was like, okay, we're we're gonna yeah. we're gonna redo this and make it not about him, and it's actually good compared to the other thing, which I could never redo because first of all, it's all handwritten, <laughs> so and second of all, it was really really bad. So yeah, but yeah. Well, you know the Mortal uh, Instrument series too was Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah, first. that's true. I forgot about that. It's super different, but it that's where it got its yeah. start, and I think it's still original and all that shit. It's so. weird though because you don't like is it. So it did get it started as actual fan fiction, not just like kind of mimic. Not I don't know. It, it was like Harry Potter fan fiction okay. online. Um, That's crazy. And I don't know. I've never read it, so I don't know how closely it resembles. Some people say like, "Oh, she's ripped off J.K. Rowling," which yeah. I don't really agree with. I can see like the main character like in her series is <laughs> the main character Ooh. in her series is like a blonde guy with a bad attitude, so he's supposed to be like Draco, and then yeah. there's like a gay guy with black hair that falls in love with him so it's like harry or whatever is what people say but i think there's such different characters yeah They're i not mean rem- just like the physical similarities and honestly like that's chill that's just how like I mean, storytelling works man. yeah that is really how storytelling i don't think we should i don't think we should i don't know punish ourselves for doing that because like i said i wrote a whole nother book that was yeah basically it's totally different than it was and the characters are totally different than they were before so well and there are only seven stories yeah. out there right yeah okay it's true so we're gonna talk about why why i read it i guess and then why yeah. you don't read it yeah 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 let's do that okay definitely so i have a list of pros and cons actually um i think a big reason why i like to read it is because of headcanon or like alternate endings that i would have liked you kind of get obsessed and so yes exactly <laughs> you get obsessed and so frustrated that it didn't happen yeah um and so fan fiction's a nice outlet to kind of put that energy towards or kind of get rid of that frustration, if that makes sense. Um, like Brenda said, yeah. Twilight, Jacob. Um, also, Life with Derek. Yeah. there was so much sexual tension there that was never actually explored, obviously, because it was... A... That show was insane. But, um, so I read that some of that. That theme song is so good. Yeah. And then the, like, Hogwarts Next Generation, I like that stuff. Because she set it up so well and that, um... What is it? Is epilogue the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, epilogue um, set up the characters, and they were so interesting, and there's clearly so much that was going to happen. And I like the stuff um, online way better than Cursed Child. Cursed Child sucks. <laughs> but anyways, so that's nice. And then um, Smut, obviously, yeah, is a fun thing to read. Uh, there's not very many things that are made 
like geared towards the female like sexual interest there's like those romance books but those are always way too cheesy for me yeah and 50 shades was still just like bad (laughs) yeah i don't know it's like too sensual it's too too, there's gotta be a lot yeah and i really like I mean, I'm not into the BDSM. I think, I know that he takes a tampon out of her at some point. Yeah, there's a lot of really gross stuff in there. And I don't like, like, I know he's also abusing her, or not, you know, consensual abuse, which is like a sexy thing. But he's like, it seems like it's almost too sweet or too, it's not my dynamic that I like. I like um, (laughs) stuff that's more genuine and human and casual. So I find a lot of that in the smut world, which is great. You do. And I mean, that was kind of my very integral to my sexual awakening as a middle schooler oh yeah that summer between i love thinking about you as a middle schooler being sexually awakened (laughs) well really it got intense the summer between middle school and high school Mm. but still i was like 14 as it does just home alone reading fan fiction and then community can be super fulfilling uplifting i don't think i was ever too involved in it because i was like scared of weird stalkers and stuff but yeah the internet was a i mean it's still a scary place but when you're that young my parents instilled like so much fear in me about strangers and yeah same um and then i didn't get involved in like the smut community or anything it was just like normal fan fiction like i said i put in my author notes like oh this is about my crush and then people would be like hang in there and blah 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 one lady like direct messaged me to tell me that she ended up marrying her ron (laughs) so that was fun oh Um, that is really funny i didn't encounter anyone creepy which is nice that's good actually until recently i wrote my first smut thing just kind of for fun and put it online and i've been like direct messaged by like at least three creeps (laughs) in that first week well i'm glad you weren't that big part of that community when you were younger then yeah well and i'm still not because there's yeah. like I said, there's too many creeps out there. But it's fun to read. Just I just don't get involved. And then um, reasons maybe why it's not great to read, especially as a writer, uh, is the bad spelling and just the bad oh, writing. God. I feel sometimes I worry that it can be contagious. No, I totally. I'm in the same boat. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I get scared. It's like. I think that's part of the reason I don't read it is, which sounds bad because like it could be fantastic writing, yeah. but like the grammar and spelling sucks. And that's just, I mean, that's, that's fine. Like as long it's anyway, but the reason I don't really read it, I feel like is in terms of like the headcanon you talked about, it's tough for me if like a book is so well written by the author and then like somebody tries to make um, like an, yeah. an epilogue or whatever. And it's just so poorly written. I'm like, it doesn't, I think probably the main reason I don't really read it is because it's not canon I'm like I want it to be canon like I don't want to read something and just make me feel sad about it like for you it makes you feel better about it because you're like oh like this is a um this is something that I wanted to happen but me it's like it didn't happen in the first place so why make myself more sad yeah (laughs) if that makes sense well and I never found a good twilight honestly I never found a good twilight fan fiction story yeah anybody out there knows one feel free plus I hate reading on my computer and I don't want to print out somebody's fan fiction Anywho. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot we have um, some outside voices about why they read and write. Yeah. Should I read those now? I have one. I can say mine okay. first and you can read yours because yeah. you have more. But yeah. I just one of the um, people I follow on Instagram, I have like a bookstagram account, which is so cute that they call it that. You can and, shout um, it out. Yeah. Her name is Sierra Reads or Sierra's, Sierra's Reads. Um, and she has a blog and she does like book reviews and she's so cool. She's in college. Um, I think she's like a sophomore and she does YouTube videos. I follow her everywhere and she's so cool. And she's like the first person that actually followed me and like reached out to me when I made my Instagram and I barely have any followers, but she was just really sweet. Um, and she basically just said it's, it's escapism, which we talked about before. It's so, it's, I mean, I, it's true. It's like, you can just for me writing it and definitely for you reading it and everything, it's just very anything. And, 
any story can be escapism. Um, and then also it's just a creative outlet, which is very true as well. So, yeah. I meant you should also shout out your bookstagram. Oh, my bookstagram. Well, you know, it's at Brenna Elmore. B-R-E-N-N-A-E-L-M-O-R-E. Hop on it. Hop on it. I um, only have like 90 followers, which pisses me off because my personal one has like 400. And I've told them yeah. all to go follow me and nobody will. Well, Then yeah. again, I get annoyed when people do that. With Fake, friends. <laughs> Fake friends. Fake friends. Okay, so... Um, Except you don't follow my personal one, I just realized. <laughs> so there's that. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm very involved on her bookstagram, though. It's so true. It's I don't care, yeah. <laughs> Your, like, social media is, like, an enigma. You don't really, like... You've never been, like, super into anything, so... It's I don't, true. I don't care. I, don't I care. only do it for the professional reasons. Exactly. Um, anyway. Okay, so I have these... My feedback is mostly from other Harry Potter uh, readers and writers... But, uh, Maya, would you, is that how you say that? M-A-I-A? Say. Sorry Maybe, if yeah. I'm saying your name wrong. But she said she reads fan fiction because she loves seeing creative, like what the creative minds can do with characters in a world that she's loved for 20 years. That's beautiful. Which is fun. That's I know, it is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, that's very well. <laughs> and it's true that especially the Harry Potter community is still super active. Well, it's insane because we've, I mean, we've all grown up with it and... Mm-hmm. I mean, now little kids are reading it, and it's just, like, this yeah. huge thing that's never going to end. It's not like little kids are re- really reading Twilight now. Like, I read Twilight <laughs> in middle school, but it's not like middle schoolers, like, my sister, are going to read Twilight. Harry Potter is yeah. such a lifelong, or generation, uh, multi-generation true. thing, so. And then Caitlin says she loves reading fanfic because it brings characters to life in ways that she hasn't thought of yet. Mm. I'm saying she, I'm assuming, if I'm if I'm wrong <laughs> Misgendering any anyone. People, yeah. yeah, I apologize. Um brings characters to life in ways I haven't thought of yet and lets me broaden my reading favorites using characters I already enjoy which is a good point like sometimes it's hard Mm. to get invested in something new if you don't know the characters and you take well well there's also the whole book hangover thing where you don't want to enter a new you don't want to enter in a new world because you're totally immersed in the last one still and I think that fan fiction is a perfect way to continue to be immersed book hangovers are it's so real I mean I thought about the Hunger Games for like I don't know I didn't want to ever read another book again yeah so oh, I'm reading the last book of a series right now and I'm just delaying it so much. Yeah, I know. Mm. That's kind of the same. It's honestly kind of like Netflix now with like, because mm-hmm. TV didn't used to be like that. TV didn't used to be like books where you could just, you had to wait every week. But now it's like, you just go so fast. You're like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's true. I'm scared. I don't want to so end. Now there's TV hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Brenda says, fan fiction keeps fiction alive. If mm-hmm. fan fiction didn't exist, then Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Twilight, etc. would just have died a quiet death <laughs> after the book's. And movies were finished. That would have left a massive hole in all of our lives. And we wouldn't even realize what is missing. Also, it lets us keep living in the worlds we love. Also, it's pretty much a drug. I'm sure I felt physical symptoms of cravings and withdrawal a few times. LOL. I think you could change that to just be fans keep fiction alive. Because I do agree that... I do agree. I think that, like, maybe Twilight wouldn't have continued. But, like, Harry Mm -hmm. Potter and Lord of the Rings, I think it's just the fans. Because not everyone writes fan fiction. Yeah. Well, Um, I'm not... But I know what... I totally get what they're saying. I think Harry Potter would probably still be alive if it wasn't for fan fiction. Um, If only because they keep releasing new stuff, like the official Harry Potter people. the Twilight... Or not Twilight. Hunger Games is coming out with a new book. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. She's writing it. And it's going to be a prequel, which, meh, whatever. But, um... It's going to be, like, when Mags was in the games. So, like, way... She was old as heck. So, way, way, way back. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway. still good points from Brenda. Yeah. I don't remember if I said their name. Yes. 
And then Jules, this is my mm. favorite comment, okay? Jules says, in addition to everything mentioned above, I'll add, for non-English native speakers, fan fiction is a fantastic way to improve one's reading and writing skills in another language. I hope they're not reading the really badly written ones, but still, that's good. <laughs> right? Well, it's so cool. And I know that's a so lot cool. of times people work with uh, betas to help, mm-hmm. like, proofread and everything. So I'm sure that collaborative experience, I mean, I've looked for some before and had a hard time finding someone who's actually, like, on the site. I have found amazing beta readers, not for fan fiction, but just in general in all the Facebook groups. So it's they're definitely out there. But yeah, that's so cool. And but then of course Jules adds uh, mostly by writing smut, but hey, it works, which I think is hilarious and so fun. And I feel like if we integrated like sexual stories into schools, oh gosh, it would be a game changer. Maybe not in high school because of legal reasons, but college, it would be like. I think it would set the world on fire. I'm sure there's plenty of classes now, like, based yeah. on, I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey. I can imagine UNC having a class like that. No, but like a language class, like Spanish. I, yeah. Um, no, that's so, yeah, that's, you're right, that's totally so Duolingo, true. you can unlock, like, flirting language Ooh. or whatever, um, which is fine. But I think Jules, as Jules says, fan fiction takes it to a whole new level, which is pretty tight. So That is so cool. You're right, because you, yeah, that's really, that's a cool thought. Yeah. And then we've kind of already talked a little bit about mainstream fan fiction. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is really cool. And I think also it's rooted in history. Like, it's been happening forever. I think because Wicked is also fan fiction. Yeah, fiction. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's a lot of, like, I don't know, stuff in theater that's very yeah. tied to that. And I think even, you know, your stuff was based on your life or, like, what you wanted to happen in your life. Yeah. And I think... That's like a huge thing that has happened in storytelling throughout history. We kind of take, you know, like the stories about floods. Yeah. It's something that actually happened, but then reflecting on why it happened or what we can do to avoid it is an imaginative process. Yeah. So it's been really important to the, the human uh, history, you know? No, I totally think. And I mean, my one... My one really old school professor in the creative writing department at UNC, she basically, her rule was like, you can't write about anything that you, that hasn't happened to you. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is, it was good in that class. Like, I'm glad I had that restriction because I don't usually write like contemporary stuff. I usually always write genre stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Contemporary is the right phrase for that. Just like high school stories or whatever for young adult. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the right phrase is. Nonfiction. It's not, I mean, it's not not not, even, yeah. It's just like a, like a, like a, you're in high school. It's just a, everything is normal. It's not fantasy. It's not sci-fi. And I never really write like that. So I'm glad I got to do that. But that being said, it was very stifling because if you can't write with anything, like, then that means I wasn't, I'm not allowed to write about Taylor Lautner. Like what? (laughs) Or aliens. Or aliens or or anything. I mean, so I think fan fiction was, I mean, how would... If I consider the thing I wrote when I was talking about, like, my friends, what I wanted to happen, if I consider that fan fiction, then fan fiction is, like, I mean, it's everything. <laughs> it is everything. I really it's do stories. think it is it's kind stories. of everything. Because people always talk about being original and not ripping other things off, mm-hmm. but everyone is inspired by something and influenced by something. And I think, yeah. like, that's, it needs to be acknowledged more. I, I agree. people try to avoid it. People try to avoid the term. But I think just in general, all of this stuff that we're going to talk about throughout all of our episodes, really, it's all comes down to like, it's becoming more mainstream because of the whole rise of geek culture and Mm -hmm. how everyone, you're not a nerd anymore if you like comic books, you're not a nerd if you, I don't know, read, like, (laughs) so I think that's just whole part of it, a whole thing of it too. Yeah, everybody's obsessed with something these days. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay. 
Anything else to add? I think that about covers it. But yeah, I think um, I, I think that without fan fiction, you and I would not really be writers. <laughs> True. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. At least not. We wouldn't have as much experience as we already have. Oh, duh. And I wouldn't know what bad writing looks like yeah. because I've done it. <laughs> oh, and I totally, this, that just made me remember um, some girl on like the website I would publish on Mm -hmm. when I first started putting things out told me like in the comments she told me that I was using commas wrong (laughs) and she taught me too but I totally appreciate she did in such a nice way yeah she told me I was being like a comma Nazi and killing them all and there should be way more in there which is hilarious (laughs) and vivid and I really stuck in my brain so thank you I forget even her username. We're lucky we had such a good like grammar though at St. Thomas More because so many public schools didn't even learn half of like yeah my friends that went to cardinal gibbons with me for high school like they didn't know anything about grammar (laughs) it's definitely we were very lucky we did get lucky um then she taught me something else that you don't necessarily learn in like school uh that um each time a different character speaks you need a new paragraph yeah which i didn't know and i see people make that mistake a lot in fan fiction and even in my creative writing classes in college people a lot of people don't know that or don't get that. So that was yeah, super Yeah, that's not valuable. really a rule. It's more just kind of like, or I mean, it is a rule, but it's more like not a something that just is commonplace. Yeah. yeah. It's what you do to help clarify in writing. And I think yeah. I was way ahead of the curve because of that. Yeah. So thank you. I think it was like Elfling or something was written. Aww. So thank you. But anyways. No, that's so cool. So now we're done, I think. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This was us talking about fan fiction Mm -hmm. (laughs) and spilling our guts about what we've written. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Don't hesitate to let us know what you think or suggest a new discussion topic. You can email us at nature at gmail.com or use the Ask Me Anything tab on our stupid Tumblr, nature.tumblr.com. (laughs) See you next time.